0: You know how mommy and daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Jess, guess
1: what I'm doing?
2: Candace. What? I mean, are you sitting on the floor eating cheese?
1: No, it's not cheese.
2: Okay. Um, do I get two more guesses as the, you know, pre predefined rules of guessing what I'm doing right now?
1: Yes, you can guess. I ate the last of it so you can't see. Okay.
2: Helps. Are you eating, were you eating cream puffs?
1: I was eating cream puffs.
2: Hey, I got it in two.
1: Oh my gosh, like bestie bestie Sophie came uh, a couple weekends ago, and gosh darn it, she bought a box of cream puffs. Very And gosh cool. darn it, we didn't eat them all, although we did eat everything, and I'm eating them now. And it's kind of like a little ice cream with the cone built around it.
2: They're pretty nice.
1: They're have, really nice.
2: Yeah, to have that whole flavor experience all up in your mouth hole.
1: I actually like them when they're not frozen, but I've just kept them frozen, and that's how we had them, so that's how I'm going to keep having them.
2: That's, I mean, that's pretty much the way I've only ever had them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you can do, if you wanted to, is uh, you could make a croquembouche. and a croquembouche. It's ba- yeah, it's a little tower of the, uh, the cream puff, puffs, and then they're drizzled with chocolate sauce and then a caramel sauce. Or I think possibly into the realm of the sugar work kind of things where you make that sort of like it's it's more of the crunchy caramelized sugar, caramel, that yeah. kind of thing. And you drizzle that over top and then it does this sort of cage sort of thing. And it's a fancy dessert. Classic. I don't know if it's French or, or uh, like um, Eastern European or, or where exactly the... Uh, roots of that recipe go. Did not do my research on that form of recipe this time around.
1: Well, I think you were surprised by the whole thing. You thought it was cheese, which it often is and could be.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, although I
1: try to just drink on the podcast and not eat.
2: And not eat. No one likes to yeah. hear you eating in their ear.
1: I don't think so, unless we do that ASMR channel that I'm really pushing for, and mm-hmm. then then we could maybe work something out with
2: that. Yeah, Candace and Jess eat a book starting from its cover
1: well and everybody you know this is a intro here but we just has kind of talked me into eating books as much as i thought it was totally wrong it's n- not so bad i'm actually better at it than he is that is um, true okay well uh i'm gonna swing us into the intro then Let,
2: let's start the show
1: you know unless you want to do it buddy do you want to do the intro today
2: um i mean what we could how about this how about I take a crack at it and see how much I forget?
1: Okay, let's see, everybody. The drum okay. roll, please.
2: Because there's definitely the chance that I'll forget how a regular person says words.
1: Drum roll.
2: Drum roll. Hey editor. Jeez. Can we can you edit in a drum roll right here? Alrighty. Welcome, uh, all you weary eared listeners. To the Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover, uh, purely auditory experience, and it might be a circus too. But it's not a circus. I'm, I'm Jess.
1: I'm Candace. Hey.
2: Woo. There Great we go. Great job, Jess. Right on. I did it. Got it in one. That's totally really how we got do it. it in one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, the only podcast on the whole internet store that is a Candace and a Jess judging books by their cover, not eating them all the time. Not reading them very much. Ever? Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but uh, judging them just the same.
2: Yeah, we get in there.
1: Yeah, it's, we really we, do. We,
2: we find the hidden story within. We really do. The front All right. of the book.
1: Well, I hope everybody's having a really wonderful day. We sure are. It mm-hmm. is
2: definitely a week later.
1: It's definitely a week later. It's definitely sunny and still just as hot as Jess mm-hmm. likes to say. It's like working in a mouth.
2: It's like um, being a tiny dentist.
1: Right. That's why am I such a misfit? That's the idea.
2: <laughs> Definitely. In I Old never dentist fit in. in the mouth. It's sweltering. Mm-hmm. You got to you, You're dodging teeth and a tongue. Oh, man. You got your little drill, but you're making sure everything's all like tip-top in a
1: mouth. You know, my little sister, Ange, she's so great. She got us... She made us those cookies that I posted about. They were delicious. Those they taste so, like those little pop tarts
2: they were delicious cookies thank you thank you edge
1: thank you so much angela she uh got me a rude dog pin and jess actually recognized rude dog so i wanted to ask you guys if you remember rude dog i don't really remember much more than that i think they were like they were a group of dogs that hung out i don't remember them being especially rude but we had it on vhs i could probably go down the internet hole and find it
2: most definitely could that's what, also, that is that is. using the internet correctly.
1: I also wanted to ask everyone, and I haven't looked into the lyrics of this at all, but don't you put it in your mouth. You well don't remember you put that?
2: it in your mouth? Don't
1: you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Though it might look good to eat and it might look good to taste. If you don't know just what it is, don't put it in your mouth. And then they probably went like, don't put it in your mouth, kids. No matter what it is, mm-hmm. ask your mom first.
2: Yeah, ask your mom first if you can put it in your mouth.
1: I remember finding a weird piece of something next to a toilet, and I looked at it. This is in mid- or middle school. This was in <laughs> <laughs> this was in pre-, pre like kindergarten, and that song played in my head, and I still put it in my mouth.
2: <laughs> like. I break it was all like all the rules. It was
1: like a bead or something that fell off someone's necklace, and I put it in my mouth. Ah. So I don't think advertising always works, or PSAs always work.
2: See, I wasn't a kid that did a lot of uh, putting stuff in his mouth. I don't think I, I was. I don't think I was a mouth kid.
1: I was a mouth kid. I put a lot of me have dirt in my mouth and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, ah, I put a lot of stuff in my head. I was a put stuff in your head kid.
1: Don't you put it in your head, don't you put it in your head, don't you stuff it up your nose, don't you stuff it up your nose, your ears aren't holes for anything other than sounds.
2: Yeah, I put a lot of stuff in my ears and nose. So I went, that was most of my time at the doctor, was going to the doctor to get stuff out of my ears and nose.
1: Uh, Oh, and mine was tonsillitis, because I (laughs) stopped putting stuff in my mouth. Oh, dang. My tonsils were gone by like first grade it was just like this kid never doesn't have strep throat it is uh it's a problem i think a lot of kids are like that though but i was just that is how i learned this world jess
2: ah through strep Um, strep throat
1: through strep throat and and then i remember a commercial with two mice and they're like looking at a piece of cheese in a trap and they're like that sure looks good better ask mom And I feel like that was right around the same time. And then house hippo is another one that tickles my brain. But Mm -hmm. I think that was later.
2: That was definitely later. That leads into the conversation I've had on many, many different times because of like there was the house hippo. But then it led into the, well, what about having a house elephant? But you wouldn't want to just have any sort of house elephant running around your house rampant. You would want to know where it is, especially at night, right? A little elephant. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, so you'd probably want to have that elephant spliced in with a little bit of, you know, some genes of something that ha- has like a natural iridescent quality so you could see oh, it at night. So a glowing
1: a, elephant!
2: A glowing little house elephant. Well, from my knowledge of creatures that can be iridescent and all that kind of stuff, you're probably looking into the realm of squid. So.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: To then gene splicing squid DNA with a house elephant DNA or a DNA, you know, all that kind of stuff. You get a little tiny house elephant that is glow in the dark. You can sort of see its organs on the inside uh, oh. all the time. And not to mention probably because, well, you know, we're not going to get it right the first time. You're going to have multi trunks with those little suction cup things on the front and a beak.
1: So, oh, my God. Where's my beaked elephant? Where's yeah. my beaked elephant? Stampy. Stampy.
2: But Only also you name him Glowy. Glowy Squidly the Squid-glow. elephant glow in the house.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Mhm. And you know, it's, that? Yes.
1: That reminds me of I don't know why, but lately we have like little tiny lizards around where I live here on the island which is wild, but I keep coming home to these little lizards that love this stump in the backyard because they get to like sun themselves on it. Yeah. And they literally look like tiny little crocodiles. And there is a rumor that they're all because of one pet store that uh, let them all out.
2: What kind of what kind of stump is it? Is it like a <laughs> is it like is it like spruce or like hemlock or? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Is
2: it uh, you know you know something bigger maybe? Coniferous maybe I'll tree? try to put it in my is mouth. It de- and I'll Is be it able deciduous? To tell. I mean, go in there and, like have a good smell because I mean that's kind of how you tell what kind of tree it is.
1: Or I might just ask my tree man, and is he'll it, tell me.
2: I believe they're they prefer to be called an ant. The tree man? The, yeah, the tr- a tree man <laughs> is an ant.
1: Oh, isn't a, a, an ant the top of a tree? You taught me that.
2: I don't know if I did, but I know that I did teach you that a tree man is an ant. In oh, a previous man. episode, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, who knows if it was recorded or not? But it was definitely a conversation we had.
2: Definitely okay welcome to the continuation of the show here's kind of what happened we started recording another day and then what continued to happen was there was technical issues poor connectivity and frustration you know how Mm -hmm. when you use your phone or you use your wi-fi it goes all the way to space and then it bounces right all the way back down to the earth. So there's like so much stuff. There's clouds. There's like geese and shit. There's like so many things that could get in the way of your internet signal between here and space. Space rocks, you know, bugs, all, ma- all manner of things, dust and dirt and grime. All those things are going to get in the way. That's what happened to us. So the rest of the episode we originally recorded, we threw away. Isn't that right, Candace?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, that's right. It's gone mm-hmm. forever. Gone face.
2: For, gone forever. With well, the
1: dust, dirt, and grime? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So now, uh, because we don't remember the context of whatever it was we were talking about, were we singing a song? Were we telling a story about, I don't know, um, Jerry Maguire. Could be. It could be. It could be anything that we were talking about. Show me the money. Show me the audio is what I want to ask. So, yeah. um, you know what? We're just going to – this is kind of we're, – we're doing a reset, and then we, we don't have to – we're just doing what we want. It's not like we had a show format
1: no. that we well, follow. I think, that, I think you really cleared it up, Jess. I think that you explained with facts – exactly what happened and exactly what isn't going to happen this time and uh, I've got one question for you
2: you you know what Candace actually I actually have more than
1: one but I have one right now
2: excellent you know what let's how about you ask me that question to me right now
1: one more time to them to, to us
2: to them me you ask the question
1: you are you ready for some dick wolf Candace,
2: you know what? I am always ready for some Dick Wolf. Guess what we got in store for us today.
1: Mmm, Dick Wolf.
2: Yeah. Um, The book that I have brought to the basement today is The Intercept by none another, the law and order creator, the... Dickest wolf out there. Dick Wolf.
1: Dick Wolf. Did I say
2: the name of the book? My short term memory is fucked.
1: You did. Um The Inceptor?
2: The Intercept.
1: The Intercept. hmm
2: Yeah. So <laughs> Candace.
1: Yes, Jess. Let's,
2: let's talk about this cover. Should I mention that I'm incredibly tired and sleep deprived? Or is that well, just Is that just coming through?
1: I feel like it's almost just common knowledge about us on recording day. Mm -hmm. I think that's just, I think that's like without, without being said that should be known, but I'm glad you said it. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's important.
2: We work full-time jobs.
1: Yep. You know, and the podcast, just as you can tell, so many hours of research go into it. And, uh, it's it's a it's hard gig. We're really happy to do it though.
2: Mm-hmm. It's the fun times. That's what I like. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, Candace. Yes, Jess. Do, do you know what's on the cover of this book?
1: Um, I do because I've seen it. But I want you to explain to me what you see because perspective is really everything.
2: Right on. I'm glad that you said that. So, on the cover, of this book is a uh, American flag, or at least part of American flag part of an American flag
1: right it's kind of zoomed up
2: mm-hmm. it's zoomed up it's closed in but um, it, it's 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 only the stars and it's only a few stars um, okay of the American flag now
1: right I, I hope we lost the part of the episode where we couldn't decide how many Ameri- how many stars were on the American flag Um. I just kind of walked right into it again. I think there's 52. Yeah. I, and I promised. Le- I promised when we recorded that I would figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't figured it out. What is your guess, Jess?
2: My guess is also 52. That hey, seems like a good number. Hey, you can't steal my guess. I'm just okay. agreeing with you. We didn't make okay. a bet. There wasn't. We no, didn't put true. money down.
1: That's true. We didn't mm-hmm. put money down on this or so yeah. anything. So okay.
2: Of the 52 stars on the American flag, there is one star in particular and this one's all this one's all like in focus it's the
0: focused star
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah and according to the cover of this book i'm gonna guess that that's the most suspenseful star therefore the most suspenseful state okay yeah do you know which state that is
1: the most suspenseful state uh north dakota
2: no i mean close sort of because i know geography no it's west virginia the suspenseful almost state.
1: Almost heaven. West Virginia.
2: <laughs> hey, Candace, did you know <laughs> that apart from it's West Virginia being the suspenseful state, is that West Virginia is also known as the interception almost state. Almost
1: heaven. It oh, is also
2: okay. also known as almost heaven.
1: West Virginia. Mm-hmm.
2: It is so many things. It's like a fruit basket of things. A horn of plenty of things,
1: a horn of, mm-hmm. of plenty.
2: Yeah, one of those wicker horns that's full of grapes and shit.
1: Oh, okay, I get it.
2: Not actual shit, but you know, goose poop. Hmm. Hmm. Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's known as the interception state, uh, and that's okay. because there is a really interesting story there. Also, here that's this book.
1: Okay. Written following, by, definitely written following.
2: Written by Dick Wolf. <laughs> Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the story that he writes in this book, it's all about this intercept. What's going on with this intercept, you might ask? Well, did you know that the American flag was once stolen slash intercepted by Civil War flag collectors?
1: Yeah, I guess that that would have happened for sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, it tracks. They didn't have a flag for a while because they're like, no, no, we want it for our collection. And they did that tenty finger thing.
0: So it's our yeah, collection. collection. <laughs>
1: I wonder where they store their collection. And I also feel like collections are weird, man. Like, what do, you,
2: what do you mean by like just like collecting a lot of a thing in general?
1: Well, yeah, like I get it. I feel like it's something of the past almost now that everything we have can go onto a hard drive or whatever. Especially like if I was just thinking about like. Really, literally, what do you do with your collection of flags? I'm living in a situation right now where I'm not able to move my stuff into the house I'm living in. So it kind of makes you really like. I was really sad to not have my stuff around me at first. Like it made me feel kind of like like deeply sad. Yeah. But then I felt. But then I felt liberated. Flag. That's a flag word. Yeah. Then I felt liberated um, from my stuff, and it kind of makes your collections feel like almost anxieties because like my record collection I love that thing but I physically can't move it into the house right now so it's like I know they're all like I'm doing my best guys they're in really good boxes and they're all you know properly and nothing's stacked on top of them but oh my gosh I worry about them all the time worry about them warping and that kind of stuff so I just feel like collections become us and really you are the collection so don't worry guys you don't have to You don't have to not collect and you don't have to collect.
2: Do you ever feel that because you're now so liberated that um, one day you'll get to like like unbox all your stuff and go through all your stuff and it'll be like some sort of super Christmas where somebody's giving you all of your stuff back and that person is you?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I I do think it's really funny that when I go through my record collection, I have these crazy feelings where I'm like, these are all so fucking good. And it's like, yeah, dummy. You bought them all and you kept them all because they're everything you like, Mm -hmm. which is um, always interesting. But yes, I definitely like, I haven't even moved in more than one box of clothes and that's just what I wear to my job. Yeah. So I feel like I'm going to, I've, that's crazy too. Like I've literally forgotten about everything.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's going to be a great surprise
1: it's gonna be a merry fucking christmas
2: hell yeah Mm -hmm. of your stuff to you
1: yep thanks me
2: and that's pretty cool candace
1: yes jess sorry to derail (laughs) there
2: no 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 i encourage it all of the time oh yep gonna burp i crammed a bunch of noodles in me just before we started recording so that's a noodle burp that's yeah Mm -hmm. in case
1: you couldn't tell yeah i know (laughs) know there's a lot of burp experts out there
2: if you want to dissect it it was basically like like butter chicken but like noodles but those noodles are like italian like penne pasta noodles with like a cream sauce it's like it's like curried cream pasta cheese thing it's delicious
1: oh my gosh i got chocolate cheese given to me today and i don't know what to do with it
2: like that halva
1: yeah It's like chocolate and cheese.
2: Yeah, I think you just eat it.
1: I know. And I don't mean to say that I don't know what to do with it because I'm really grateful to get anything ever, really. Yeah. But um, it's definitely like I love chocolate and I love cheese. But usually I get to mix them together myself and I am the master. And now they've gone and done it for me. So I'm going to have to get my mind around that. Maybe I'll eat it with some strawberries.
2: That sounds pretty tasty. Did you ever as a kid eat like bubble gum?
1: don't you put it in your mouth yes i did and then
2: and then like gum. so you eat bubble gum but then you also ate chocolate at the same time yes what a weird it just, thing and then just like destroyed everything that you hold de- near and dear with those two things
1: what a weird thing yeah
2: <sighs> that just re- this like the whole cheese chocolate thing reminded me of that yep now candace mm-hmm. i need you ask i need you okay to, i need you candace to ask I got me a job. jess yeah a question for the next part of the judgment. Okay. Are you able to do that for me? Definitely. Right on. Okay, cool. So there is a question that I know that you've had in your head since the beginning of... Oh, okay,
1: yes, I have. ...this recording.
2: And you you got it in your head, and it's deep in there, and right now you're just like, Oh, God, just let me ask the question, Just yes. let me
1: ask, just yes.
2: drop the other shoe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I need you to ask me... Who, who is Jeremy
1: Fisk? All right. Well, since we started recording today, I have just been so annoyed because I haven't been able to get out this question that I have. Um, line? No, just kidding. <laughs> line. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no. Let's J- take
2: let's take the second take on that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just.
2: I didn't like line? the way. I didn't like the way it felt.
1: Yeah. Um. Who the heck? Is Jeremy Fisk.
2: Candace, I'm glad you asked that. Without any coercion or just, you just popped right off there. That's perfect. It was, perfect it was really natural. Great. Yeah. yeah so natural. Uh, Jeremy Fisk. To, for those of you that don't know, it does say on the cover of this book, Dick Wolf, The Intercept, a Jeremy Fisk novel. So what? it's not just like us making up a name. There is a Jeremy Fisk. In this world.
1: And if we were to make up a name, I think that would be pretty close. That name is really reminiscent of a uh, Kennedy bee.
2: Yeah. Or
1: or a Jeremiah bee.
2: I really like Jeremy Fisk. Like, I like that name. That's a good... That's a solid name.
1: He does sound like a bee with allergies, though.
2: It could be. Jeremy Fisk. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy... Who is Jeremy Fisk? We'll go back to that question. Uh, He is... Who Jeremy Fisk is? He is a flag finder.
1: Oh my god!
2: Jeremy Fisk is a flag seeker.
1: He's a flag puller.
2: You know who Jeremy Fisk is, Candace? No. He's a flag detective.
1: Oh! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a flurger.
2: I mean, I could hear, I can hear that, like that, rolling off his tongue, like right now. Fisk, Fisk. No, nah, yeah. but. I mean, it would kind of, I mean, definitely like, I don't know why I always pictured the detective as one of those grizzled alcoholic, you know, oh. s- six shooter hanging on like a coat rack, okay. all those kind of things. So, 1920s, 30s? I don't know. I'm not good with time. 1940s, maybe? Those kind of era of the detective. His name is painted on his like fogged glass window to his office.
1: Well, that's not very sneaky.
2: Well, I mean, you got to find him. For detecting okay Yeah And then he does the detecting But he also drinks a lot of whiskey
1: Yeah And he likes (laughs) his coffee All the way hot Mm. Lava hot
0: Jeremy Fisk Flag detective Hi I'm Jeremy Fisk I'm Jeremy Fisk Flag detective I'll detect your flags Don't think I won't Watch out Jeremy Not watch out Jeremy Watch out It's me Jeremy Fisk Detecting the flags. Where's your flag go? It was half-mast and now it's gone. There's been a crime. A crime of flags. Prepare to wow. read about my twisty suspense adventures. Fuck, that was...
2: I wrote... <laughs> My
1: twisty dispensable bench.
2: <sighs> I'm going to try that again because I wrote my notes and I fucked them up. But I'm going to blame it on being tired. <clears throat>
0: prepare your prepare prepare hey hey it's jeremy fisk i'm back again i was gone for a moment but now i'm back uh and i know i feel like i i'm, I'm a little happier because you know i've loosened up a bit jeremy <laughs> jeremy fisk is me prepare to read about my twisty suspense adventure <clears throat> prepare to read about my twisty suspense adventures Jeez.
1: just wait twisty twisted
0: twisty,
1: right twisty what
0: oh it's twisty suspense i'm going there's so at the top of this book by dick wolf there's a there's a quote and it says nail biting page turning twisty suspense and so that's kind of where i'm going that's how i built the things that jeremy fisk is going to talk about
1: twisty Twis- suspense.
0: twisty suspense it's like regular suspense but if you were to twist it
1: That'd be suspenseful.
0: That would be suspenseful. And uh, like it would be one of those like corkscrew slides at a water park,
1: mm, but dangerous. also
0: suspense. So it would be what it would be like. It would be a dry, very dry so that your back grips to it slides oh. and then, but then going down it and it would make that really, really like that flesh on, on plastic. <laughs> kind Yeah, basically like that anyways we're sort of getting long in a tooth on this bit um hey what yeah, bit <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm preparing to you prepare to read about my twisty suspense adventures <laughs> be careful while you turn those pages though because you're going to be biting your nails on every one also be sure to check out the end of the book dick wolf put in a blooper reel or a blooper section of of pages where we got our lines wrong. That's in there too. Dick Wolf, he's got a sense of humor. He wants you to know about the funny stuff behind his serious book about flag detectives.
1: Wow, so very interesting. Um, I still don't know what to think about the twisty thing. I, all I think about is Twizzlers and licorice. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of do want to read this book, judging by its cover. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean... I, I want to
1: play Capture the Flag with Jeremy Fisk.
2: I definitely also do. Um, Also, can't do well, the voice anymore. I'm just going to not...
1: Yeah, no, I think that it obviously takes a lot um, out of Jess to do voices that are like that. <laughs> um, it looks painful. Um, he's really suffering for his art. I just hope you all know.
2: I'm slowly working up to do Batman.
1: Right, but like which the, is, yeah, the goal.
2: Yeah, the Christopher Nolan Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm. I'm going to be Batman then.
1: Yeah, yeah. And fair and square. In my, I, I'll let you.
2: In my autumn years, is that's what I want to do?
1: Okay. Well, this is about a flag detective. Um, is he working out out of West Virginia, or is that just that's what? where
2: that that's the thing is that's where the interception, the intercept occurred, the intercept of the flag. They called okay. him in. He's a specialist. He is oh, good at what okay. he does.
1: This is like the last place it was seen sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it okay. was traveling
2: through West Virginia. And then it didn't continue to go over to the other side. It there's did not this, continue to travel through.
1: There's a company in the city I live in, and they are a lawn and I guess just like gardening service. But their name is Lawn in Order. and um,
2: Lawn in Order?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I see what they did there.
1: Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with your judgment, but everything to do with Dick Wolf. So I wanted to bring that up. And I did.
2: Yeah. There Chop we trap. go. That's how we roll. Um.
1: Uh, well, who do you? Is it time for me to ask you some questions? Is there anything more you want to expand on this cover?
2: Nah, not really. I think that's I think I made my point.
1: Right, it's mm-hmm. really all about Jeremy Fisk to yeah, you. It's I, Jer- I don't think anything else really mattered to you, and you no. started thinking about this. I actually just want to dissect this a little further, so I'm making sure, I'm I'm making sure that mm-hmm. I'm looking at this cover yes. as well. Excellent. Um, just taking me a second here. Here we go. So, yeah, holy shit, you really picked a book with nothing to go off of, really.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know why I chose this book?
1: Probably because it said dick in huge letters on it.
2: It said dick and then wolf in yeah. huge letters. So dick wolf.
1: And I feel like I may have said this already, but you say flag. I say adorable pair of shorts. That's OK. It
2: could be some very patriotic cutoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it in a patriotic sense, just like blue with really cute stars, which I guess you can't really help. But it's just yeah. kind of like glam rock to me, but it is American as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, nail biting was doing that. Page turning will do that. Mm-hmm. Twisty suspense. Yeah, I just think that's such a weird Harlan Coben. That's a weird word, twisty. I did a twisty. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so who is the intended audience for a book like uh, The Intercept by Dick Wolf? Uh, I, this
2: book, I would recommend this book for anyone under the age of 87. Okay. Yes, not that not they were born in the year 87, but anyone What's that wrong? is 87 right now.
1: What's wrong with Rockin' 88?
2: It, they could also be 88 I just I I liked 87
1: Okay Yeah I yeah, know
2: That's where I the, wonder that's, No that's where the cutoff is That's where it is Okay
1: ends. I get it And so I'm wondering What year it was written But I feel like Since you're loving 87 so much
2: That it might You might That these might be I might be saying like Oh this is written in 1987 Well Or it's, 1887 it's, it's not This is Because uh, like Dick Wolf is movie <laughs>
1: Right, so and that that gardening service that he has. Yes,
2: his side project in Canada. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this book was written in 2014
1: Sorry, I thought we were doing that.
2: Yeah, I totally forgot that I was recording. When I when I started that sound, so
1: tail as old as time, sound as old as rhyme. Fart sounds with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Also, everybody, um, you know, this is the time in the podcast where we start asking the end questions. We start, you know, getting tucked into bed, rolling, rolling out of the excitement of the judgment itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, but before we do that. Jess, I wanted to bring something to your attention. Uh oh. I think you're going to like this. Okay. So, last episode with um, Day of the Cheetah. Yes. Marks our third karaoke. We are a karaoke podcast.
2: Very. Is that weird? That's a word.
1: It's my new word that cool. I haven't checked. I haven't checked the internet yet to see if it exists. Yeah. I could see you smile when I said it.
2: Well, I liked but it. But we.
1: We basically do parody karaoke.
2: That is true.
1: So it's because, you know, it's just a karaoke track, and then we change the words a little bit, and that's karaoke.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, sometimes we put a little bit more effort into it.
1: Why like do you... I say it like that, karaoke, <laughs> when it would be karaoke? It'd be like karaoke. Which one do you like more?
2: I don't. Uh periochi
1: periochi periochi all right but that's i don't know if we say if we
2: say that if we say the word too much it'll lose all meaning and i don't know i won't know what we're talking about anymore so
1: i don't think we are even do know what we're talking about now but i hope you're all okay with that because it's not gonna stop happening i don't think
2: no we'll probably just do it more regardless of you if you guys like it or not
1: yeah and if you think the name i came up for with it is dumb i don't care (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: uh it's perioca and it's happening all right jess um if you had to rate this book yes very top being that delicious noodle box that you are consuming
2: well i think what we can let's just make this nice and simple a a fantastic and delicious noodle experience because all okay. noodles are created equal
1: yeah that is true Mm -hmm. i really want to eat noodles right now hell yeah so is it that well no or is it or okay i get to say it i'm doing i'm putting my best jess on right now do it or is it a gas station banana Mm. that didn't sound like you at all
2: that's all good but i like it (laughs) so thank god to, to rate this book I did th- I did put a lot of thought into this. Again, because this book has got all that patriotism and the smells of patriotic things and liberty and stars and blue and dick wolf. Did you smell the book? I did. I got those smells. They were subtle. Okay. Also, it smells like freedom. Oh. Yeah. So if I can it Smells ra- like Fritos? Okay. Rating it. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> um... I'm going to rate this book, The All-American Baseball Hot Dog. So that hot dog you oh. get when you go to the baseball theater <laughs>
1: um uh, baseball you go to the diamond diamond
2: uh, that's I mean if you were playing that's the diamond. Like, if
1: I was a baseball player, I'd be like, hey, Joe, you want to meet down at the diamond? Get one of those really nice tube steaks, and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not talk to our girlfriends, um, but, like, keep them in our eyesight.
2: A stadium. There we go. You go to oh, the baseball okay. stadium, not the baseball theater where the baseball actors act out base- baseball stories with bats. The, the wooden ones. Um. Yeah. Uh. So you go into the, you go down to the stadium and you're watching your favorite team. The God. I'm not even gonna try that one. So yeah. And then you go there and you get yourself a hot dog. You get it with all like your favorite fixins, or all the fixins, or none of the fixins. You get that hot dog at that place. Um. That's what I'm rating it. I'm rating it one of those dogs. Like, cause you only get it in that experience. you go you go play baseball and or you go watch baseball. And you get one of those baseball dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Did you know, though, if you go to most baseball stadiums, most if not all, and you go there and you get your hot dog and you ask them as they're you're getting like, give me a dog. And you're like, hey, but I want a dick wolf. Whoa.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you know what they'll do? And
1: they just just swallow it whole in front of you.
2: (laughs) They just, they just, just... they look at you weird and they still give you a hot dog that oh, that yeah. that you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my rating, folks. OK. Thank thank you.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I just felt like you deserved a clap. Because <laughs> really? That was. I just really want a hot dog now. Yeah, I don't me, care what kind.
2: Me too. What is your favorite hot dog? Like, if you're gonna have a hot dog, what are your what are your toppings? What do you what are your go to toppings?
1: Oh man, I love myself some sauerkraut. I love banana peps, um, relish.
2: Hell yeah!
1: Ketchup, mustard, mayo, loaded up. Cheese,
2: mm-hmm. sure.
1: Chili, chili, why not? Bring it on! Do yeah, the,
2: do the round the world experience.
1: Yeah, chili in 365, yeah. or hot dogs in 365 days, 365 ways.
2: Mm-hmm. You're just like, hey, give me a hot dog, and they're like, what do you want on it? And you're like, just fuck it up.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool, Truly. cool, cool. Alrighty. Wow, well,
1: what a great episode. I really feel like, um, like it was an episode.
2: Yes, I agree. I was thought I thought you were gonna say that. I really feel like I could have a nap, take a nap. Do a nap. Oh yeah, I'm gonna know. do a
1: nap. I'm gonna do a nap all the ways, 365 ways. Naps mm-hmm. all day.
2: Um, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to yet another episode of Candace and Jess Judge a book by its cover. Um, you're, you're Jess. I'm Jess. Yep.
1: I'm Candace, and I'm so awake. I mm-hmm. love. I love everything. All the time.
2: If you if you guys out there want to look at the covers of these books that we do, go ahead and you can go on to Instagram and we'll post. We post them there. Yep.
1: Yeah, we definitely do. Whatever Jess just said is it's true. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's true.
2: Post it on Instagram. The Instagram handle is uh, Candace and Jess. We also post the uh, p- uh, things covers the photographs of the covers jesus fucking christ uh, on the uh twitter account as well and uh you can follow us as at candace and jess uh we'll be posting those every week every thursday we post uh, a new uh, episode you Finish
1: the episode all on your own believe <laughs> leaving you
2: there we go candace i think we lost you so it's just the jess show from here on out um, yeah. Uh, okay, can se- I'm back. Oh, Candace is back. Hey, Candace.
1: Hi. How about an email? Yeah, send us an email at, at gmail.com We will read it. We will enjoy it.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll um, put it on a
1: hot dog and serve it to our guests.
2: That's how we roll. Getting dogged. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I think I should just cue that outro music.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think that's for the best. Save our souls.